This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark. It's a beautiful day today in the Midwest. We got blue skies, sunshine. Going to get up to about 70 degrees today. We're happy to live in the greatest country on God's green earth. Freedom, liberty. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't subscribed yet to my podcast, please go to affirmamerica.com. Give us your email address. We'll let you know when the next episode comes out. You can reach me at marquise at affirmamerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at affirmamerica.com. Thanks for joining us. Today is day's news you can use for this April 22nd, 2022. Let's get right to it. All right, number five, Biden forges development of tactical nuclear missile as Putin unveiled Russia's latest Wall Street Journal, Vladimir Putin has made uh, veiled threats about using nuclear weapons in Ukraine. And the Biden administration says it is worried. This makes it all the more puzzling that President Biden is canceling a new weapon that would be a nuclear deterrent. So, you know, the Biden administration, they just don't get it. I mean, Ronald Reagan taught us peace through strength. Not that we're going to use these weapons, but this is how we deter these totalitarian dictatorships. So Putin uh, threatens us with a nuclear attack on Ukraine. And uh, Biden says, well, we're not going to pursue a countermeasure. And this is the problem. This is why these dictators take advantage of weak presidencies and weak countries. So what you need is peace through strength. During the Trump administration, nobody wanted to mess with Trump because they didn't know what he was going to do. And that's how you stop dictators in a world where they're looking at America, and if the leadership is weak, that's what we get. And that's what we've got right now. All right, number four, more about China. China continues to pursue COVID-0 and isolation policies leading to stagnant cargo supply chains. Chinese Communist Party is continuing with zero Wuhan coronavirus policies by locking thousands of people into isolation centers. The BBC reports a European business group says Western companies in Shanghai are facing a logistical nightmare as they start to reopen after a citywide lockdown. The European Union Chamber of Commerce says that it expects the problems to last for several more weeks. Although some firms have restarted operations in Shanghai by having their employees remain on site, many companies still face the challenges of labor shortages and logistical difficulties. Vice President of the European Union Chamber of Commerce in China and head of its Shanghai chapter said, we estimate that less than 30% of their workforce are eligible to go to work due to the ongoing lockdowns. So there's a huge gap between policy and the reality of implementation. 
She added in a statement on Thursday, Wall Street Journal, trucking has been the worst hit as strict local pandemic policies and arbitrary implementations of rules choke off the transport of goods. At Shanghai Port, normally the biggest container port in the world, empty containers are stacked on docks waiting for trucks to deliver cargo. The logistics snarls in and around Shanghai further add pressure to an already battered global supply chain and to rising prices of goods in the U.S. So we talked about this yesterday. This is uh, pretty serious. They shut down the whole city of Shanghai, 25 million people, to the COVID lockdown. Short audio clip I want to play for you. If you haven't seen it, it's all over social media. But Chinese wrapped in from head to toe in uh, protective gear. And they're being drug out these camps. So let's uh, listen to this uh, audio here. You get an idea of what's going on in Shanghai and how severe the Communist Party is for their people. So that's just a little taste of what's going on in Shanghai. If you haven't haven't seen some of the pictures, it's absolutely uh, shocking, especially uh, some video footage of entire apartment built buildings downtown Shanghai, where at nighttime people are screaming out their windows because they're being locked locked in their apartments from the outside. They're padlocking the doors, not letting people out. People are starving in their apartments. And it's, uh, it's totally uh, shocking to see the videos of what's going on in Shanghai. Shanghai is a huge financial hub. We're going to see the effects of that certainly over time. So we want to prepare ourselves and uh, probably a good idea to stock up on some supplies, some dry goods. I mentioned to you yesterday, you can go to uh, masterpatriot.com. Check out what they have there. They, there's a book available that shows you how to preserve many, many items that you can do yourself to save on preserving foodstuff in your pantry. And it's probably a good idea to take advantage of that now while we still have access to uh, many goods. But as this summer comes along and as the crops are influenced by uh, less availability of fertilizers and thing like, things like this, we're going to see the food chain is going to be stressed. So again, masterpatriot.com, check out what they have there and protect yourself and your family. All right, number three, CNN Plus to be terminated. CNN Plus, the streaming service that was uh, hyped as one of the most significant developments in the history of CNN, will shut down on April 30th, just one month after it launched. Clay Travis CNN Plus is being shut down after losing hundreds of millions of dollars in less than a month 
because no one signed up. And one of the most disastrous media moves of all time, it turns out America wasn't clamoring for more of Rex Chapman and Jamel Hill. So uh, it doesn't surprise us. I mean, nobody listens to CNN. Everybody knows it's fake news. We talked about just the, the news earlier this week. CNN promotes conflict. Nobody wants to pay money for it. So nobody's watching anyway. Why would they pay money? They spent $300 million to try to launch a paid version of CNN Plus, and it shut down after 30 days. So good riddance to CNN. Anyway, nobody watches it. It's uh, just a propaganda arm for the DNC. All right, number two. Florida again is in the news. So Florida legislature votes to strip Disney of special privileges. So again, kudos to Governor Ron DeSantis. The bill passed in a 70-38 vote and is now being sent to Governor Ron DeSantis' office to be signed into law after Florida's Senate approved the measure yesterday. The special district, known as the Reedy Creek Improvement District, exempts Disney from numerous regulations and taxes and fees, which reportedly save the company tens of millions of dollars per year. Greg Price, the Florida House, has voted to revoke Disney's special governing status as Democrats in the chamber throw a literal temper tantrum. It's heading to DeSantis's desk. The Federalist Disney is reaping its just reward for inserting itself into the political debate about Florida's parental rights bill, which Disney lost in spectacular fashion. Republican governors and lawmakers across the country should be taking note. So Governor DeSantis is uh, a real leader showing... Uh, the way and how you combat against this radical wokeism crowd, the transgender issues, the narrative. Kudos to Governor DeSantis, and I hope all the governors around the country take note of how you push back on this wokeism radical left that has taken over our corporations, and especially the Disney Magic Kingdom, where children can be children, and not be pushed on some political gender issue that parents don't want to expose their children to. So again, thank you, Governor DeSantis, and I hope every one of the other states will follow his suit. All right, number one, U.S. to send additional $1.3 billion in aid to Ukraine. New York Post, President Biden said Thursday the U.S. is sending another $800 million in military aid to Ukraine, vowing that Washington would speak softly and carry a large javelin. Pentagon confirmed the package would include 72 155-millimeter howitzers, 72 vehicles to tow the howitzers, and 144,000 artillery rounds. More than 121 tactical drones will also be sent to Ukraine, along with field equipment and spare parts. ABC News, to modernize Teddy Roosevelt's famous advice, sometimes we will speak softly and carry a large javelin because we've sent sending a lot of these in as well. Fox News, Biden also said the U.S. would provide $500 million in economic aid to Ukraine, and announced a new program that would expedite legal 
immigration to the U.S. by Ukrainians who can be sponsored by a family or an NGO. And he said the U.S. would bar off Russian-affiliated ships from American ports. So, I don't know what to think about this. I would say that the Biden administration is more concerned about a foreign country's borders than they are of our own southern border. Now, it's a, it's a terrible situation in Ukraine. It's uh, genocide. It's insanity by Putin. He's gone mad. But the fact that we're just at a drop of a hat willing to spend $800 million on supporting Ukraine's aid, but yet doing nothing for our southern border. And we had over 210,000 illegal immigrants come into our southern border just in March. And the Biden administration wants to repeal Title 42 in May. So I think we should contact our senators and let them know, our elected officials, congressmen and senators, that we would like for them to take our southern border just as serious as they are Ukrainians' border. So again, you can contact the Senate switchboard at 202-224-3121. Again, that number is 202-224-3121. So go ahead, give them a call, leave a voicemail, let the Biden administration know that if they're going to support Ukraine's border, that we'd like a reciprocal $800 million to be used to secure the southern border here in the U.S. So that uh, makes the most sense to me, not just supporting another nation and not being concerned about our own southern border. All right, that's it for the top five for today on this April 22nd, 2022. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a wonderful Friday and a nice weekend. We'll see you again on Monday for day's news that you can use on the Affirm America podcast. My name is Marcus Vandemark, and God bless you, and we'll see you next week. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 